Would you turn in your Bible to John chapter 1, John the first chapter. We speak this morning on Jesus, the light of the world, or the lighthouse. Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that Jesus indeed is that lighthouse. And we pray that every one of us will be drawn to that light and will know Christ a little bit better because of the service here today. In the name of Jesus, amen. In John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. <clears throat> in Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness overcame it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. In verses 11, 12, and 13, he came unto his own, and his own received him not. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Could you imagine this morning that you're out in the sea and it's dark and there are no lights and you sense that you've sort of lost your way. You're not sure, you think you're headed in the right direction, but there's a fear in your heart that perhaps you'll find your ship being tossed on the rocks of the shore. And you look all around and you keep going and keep going and then you see a light. And in your heart you know that's that old lighthouse. It's up on a hill. And it's guiding us so we'll know where to go and how to avoid the rocky clefts and how to get home safely. That's what Jesus is. Jesus is the lighthouse. A lighthouse warns, a lighthouse directs, a lighthouse guides, a lighthouse beckons, a lighthouse comforts. And Jesus is that lighthouse. A number of years ago, a young man visited our church. God put him on my heart. And that week I went to see him. They were very gracious to me. I can never forget him sitting in that chair and I tried to share the gospel of Christ with him. And he was not ready. He said, no, no, not today. Well, the Lord kept him in my heart. The next week I went back again. And the next and the next and the next. Until I had gone 13 weeks and on this 13th Thursday night, I thought, well, there's a preacher in town that I'd like to hear, and I'm going to go to that church service. I'll get everybody ready to go visiting, and we'll have prayer, and then I'll slip over to that church. 
said, well, that's what I did. We all got ready, went out visiting, and I went over to that church with my Bible in my hand. I walked up on the steps of the church, and Jesus said, you ought to go see him again tonight. And I don't often argue with God, but I said, Lord, I've been there every night, every week for 13 weeks, and he hasn't been ready, and he didn't want to trust Christ. And Jesus said, you better go tonight. So I drove over to his house on Hope Street. I stopped in front of the house, and the devil said, you're just going to be a pest. You drive on down the street. So I drove on down the street. And then the Lord said, no, you need to go there tonight. I drove back in front of his house, and again the devil said, don't go. You're just going to be a pest to him. You've been there every week, and he's expecting you, and, 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 and uh, he'll, he'll probably have the door closed. Don't even go. So I drove on down the street. I did that three or four times. And finally, the Lord said, you need to go now. So I drove back in front of his house and got, the, got out of the car before the devil could say anything else. And I went up and knocked on the door. His wife came to the door. And I wasn't, I don't know whether I was courteous that day or not. I think I just said, where is Hugh? Well, she said, he's in the back getting ready to go fishing. Well, I just pushed on through, went through their house. I'd never done that before. Went out of the back, and there was Hugh Wayne McGuire with a lamp like this. And he was getting ready to go fishing that night. Now, this lamp was given to me, and I don't know whether you can see it or not. It has a light in it. It reminds me of a lighthouse. And I thought as I saw that lamp in his hand, Jesus, you're the light of the world that you needs. Please help him tonight. And very undramatically, I put my Bible over where you can read it, and I said, Hugh, I've already said to you all I know to say. Jesus loves you. He wants to save you. If you'll trust him, he'll be your savior tonight. And that light will be just a symbol of the light that can come on in your life. In just a few moments, Hugh Wayne McGuire gave his heart to Christ. And he's gone like 60 ever since. He became the superintendent of the Sunday school at, 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 at our chapel, at Glendale Chapel. For many years, he helped us in the baptistry, and he's here today. And we thank God for the lighthouse that drew him to Christ. You see, Jesus is the lighthouse. And the lighthouse shines in the darkness. The lighthouse is ancient in origin. Reading back through history, you can read about the lighthouse in the time of Caliglia. You read about the lighthouse in 40 AD. You read about the Romans putting lighthouses out around the sea. Here in America, by the, year, by the turn of the uh, 19th century, we only had 25 lighthouses. Now we have over 2,000 lighthouses on American soil and on our possessions. The lighthouse is a very important factor in the darkness of the seas. It points the way home. And beloved, that's what Jesus does. That's who Jesus is. And the song that was just sung, Jesus is the Lighthouse, certainly reminds us that Jesus forgives, he cleanses, he saves, he directs, 
and he gives direction to all of our lives. The Bible says in uh, John chapter, chapter 8, verse 12, Then Jesus spoke again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. sin. And in Matthew chapter 5, the scripture that uh, Brian read a few moments ago, you're the light of the world. Jesus is the light of the world, but you're the little lights along the shore. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a lamp and put it under a bushel, but on a lampstand that it might give light unto all the world. As we think of Jesus as the lighthouse and the light of the world, I want you to think of these things. There are many script, many uh, names and titles given to Jesus in uh, history, in secular history. To the artist, he is the one altogether lovely. To the architect, he is the chief cornerstone. To the astronomer, he is the son of righteousness. To the baker, he is the living bread. To the banker, he is the hidden treasure. To the biologist, he is the life. To the carpenter, he is the sure foundation. To the builder, he is the true cornerstone. To the doctor, he is the great physician. To the educator, he is the great teacher. To the farmer, he is the sower and the lord of the harvest. To the florist, he is the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. To the geologist, he is the rock of ages. To the horticulturist, he is the true vine. To the judge, he is the righteous judge. To the juror, he is the true witness. To the jeweler, he is the pearl of great price. To the editor, he is the good tidings of great joy. To the oculist, he is the light of the eyes. To the philosopher, he is the wisdom of God. To the printer, he is the true type. To the servant, he is the good master. To the student, he is the incarnate truth. To the toiler, he is the giver of rest. To the sinner, he is the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. And to the Christian, he is the Son of the living God, the Savior, our Redeemer. There are many names given to Jesus in the Scripture. Man of sorrows, Lamb of God, Bridegroom, the Truth, the Life, the Way, the Door, the Good Shepherd, the Great Shepherd, the Chief Shepherd, the Branch of Righteousness, the Tree of Life, the Bread of Life, the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valleys, the Light of the World, the Morning Star, the Son of Righteousness, Refuge from the storm, a covert from the tempest, the rock of ages, the chief cornerstone, the great high priest, the first begotten of the dead, the resurrection and the life, the captain of our salvation, the author and finisher of our salvation, the alpha and omega, the chiefest among 10,000, and the shield, the Lord's our shield and our rock. And when we think of all this, <coughs> we think... How can people make it without Jesus? The other day, I was with a family that had devastating news. It hurt so badly. And the mother said, how in the world do people who are not Christians go through a thing like this? They're hopeless. I remember in the earlier days of Eric's illness. I saw him in the hospital. 
in trying to cure leukemia and take people down, down, down. And he was so far down. But Eric had a vibrant testimony. He said, whether I live or die, I'm Christ's. And he's in charge. And beloved, that's the way with a believer. God does not always promise sunshine. He doesn't always promise to answer our prayers the way we pray or the way our words go. Paul prayed three times that the thorn in the flesh would be removed. God said no. But Paul, my grace will be sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. As we watch Jesus, the lighthouse, and we allow his light to come and flood our hearts, he fills us with a certain glory, a certain joy, and excitement of knowing everything's all right because God is here. J.H. Taylor, the black preacher, preached here many times. He's in heaven now. <clears throat> he used to preach a sermon on anchored till morning. And over and over again in that sermon, he would say, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. And my friend, no matter what kind of a crisis you're passing through today, whether it's a home problem, whether it's a physical illness problem, whether it's a death problem, whatever it is, Jesus is equal to every situation. None of these things have caught him by surprise. Jesus is the lighthouse. And he's there as we look at him and behold him and invite him to be our guide. He'll be your guide and stay today. But you see, you have to receive him. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. To believe on the name of Jesus means to trust him. His name is Jesus, which means Savior. He shall save his people from their sins. And in order to be guided by the Lord, to be directed by the lighthouse, in order to be comforted by the lighthouse, in order for you to know that your sins are forgiven and you're on your way to the homeland of the saved over in glory, you must trust him. Simply trusting every day. <clears throat> Somebody said a faith that fizzles before the finish had a fatal flaw from the first. And so it is not the profession, it's the possession. <clears throat> it is not simply walking down an aisle, even if there are tears in your eyes, nor kneeling at the altar, nor shouting. None of those things conveys the real salvation. What makes it real is what do you do after that profession? Do you possess the light of the world inside of you so that as you walk in the light, as he is in the light, you have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, keeps on cleansing from all sin. Now that begins at a puncture point, a definite time in history. <clears throat> Jesus came, died on an old rugged cross. This happened in history. We do not know for sure the date, maybe 29, maybe 30, maybe 33 A.D., but Jesus was the historical Christ. He really lived. He really died. They nailed him to the cross. They put the crown of thorns on his brow. They drove a spear in his side. 
And the Son of God said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And in that prayer, every one of us was included. Whosoever will may come. And then Jesus died. All day, all night. All day, all night. All day, all night. There on the third day, up from the grave he arose. Death could not keep its prey. Jesus, my Savior. He tore the bars away. Jesus, my Lord. That's the reason I invite you to him. He is the lighthouse who will give you comfort, who will give you strength. He will give you joy. He'll give you peace. He'll give you forgiveness. And then he writes your name over in the book of life. And when life here is ended, we cross the sea. God will open heaven for us. And there, there will be no more cancer. There, there will be no more death. No more, no more illness. Only glory over there. I want to invite you to Jesus today. Let's bow together in prayer, please. Our Father, we thank you that Jesus is the lighthouse. And he is able to secure all who will come to God by him. We pray that in this closing moment of the service, the Holy Spirit will move and bring conviction and draw men and women to Jesus. In Christ's name, amen. Let's stand, please. Number 312, only trust him. Page 312, please. When you find that song, would you look at me just a moment? <coughs> Jesus is the lighthouse. Would you turn to him today? Just say, I want Christ to be my guide in the dark nights, in the lonely times, in the times when I have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I want to turn to the light, ask his cleansing and ask his forgiveness and walk with him. If you're a believer, if you're saved, if you're a Christian, look to the light. If you've never been saved, I want to ask you to come to the light. Would you come this morning and let us have a word of prayer with you and give your life and heart to Lord Jesus Christ. However, God has impressed your heart. There's some that perhaps ought to move your membership to this church. There are others that have been saved but have not been baptized that ought to come and say, I will take that stand for Christ. While we sing, will you come for Christ?